0: A Room for Kathy, Chapter 4. A Job of Painting. Kathy, Chris, and Mother watched Jeffrey set off for kindergarten on the school bus next morning. He climbed on in front of the house and Kathy saw him slide into a seat and wave with a broad smile. He's happy, Chris said placidly. It's a good thing, Mother added as they turned back up the drive that it isn't you girls who take the bus while Jeffrey goes to school here. His heart would be broken. Daddy had taken an early bus to Springdale Station to go to work, and it was time for Kathy and Chris to start for school now. Mother was walking over with them to see the teacher, and the three started along the road. Everywhere Kathy looked this morning, the snow crust sparkled like millions of diamonds. The glare on the bright white snow struck her eyeballs like a blow. In front of the McArdle house, Martha came to meet them. Hi, Martha, Kathy cried. Hi, Martha looked happy as she joined them. You could have cut through the backyards. This is the long way. We have to learn these things, Mother told her smiling. Chris trudged along behind the others. Now she caught up carrying an armful of snow. Why are you carrying that? Isn't there enough snow without taking some with you? Mother inquired, smiling down at her. I just like to, Chris's face was rosy and cold and she took a bite out of the snow she was carrying. Tastes good. They were early, but a few boys and girls were already making snowballs or playing with their sleds outside the red brick school gretchen and another girl worked at building a snowman when mother and the two teachers had completed the formalities kathy and chris went out again to play chris wandered off with an unoccupied sled and martha was helping to build the snowman and kathy joined her trying to scoop up the snow so soft and powdery under the thin crust she glanced up as the station wagon stopped in front of the school, delivering a pupil. There's a Bernice and Martha, she said. She called. Bernice, come here. We have a new friend. The girl who came toward them was short and rather pudgy. This is Kathy. She just moved here, Martha said. Hello. Kathy looked at Bernice, and Bernice stared back. Just then, someone called, and Martha turned away. ''Where do you live?'' Bernice asked. ''On North Street,'' Kathy said. ''Which house?'' ''Well, it's the house some people named Cartwright used to live in.'' Bernice looked more interested. ''That great big house?'' Kathy nodded. Bernice's eyes studied her boldly. ''That's a beautiful house,'' she said. Cathy was flattered. ''It has to have a lot of things done to it,'' she admitted.'' "'Our bathroom and bedroom have to be decorated. "'We're going to get a lot of furniture. "'A piano, too, so I can take lessons.' "'When my father gets his promotion, that is,' "'she added with a modest laugh. "'Bernice had seemed so impressed "'that Kathy could not resist boasting a little. "'My father is a farm manager,' Bernice said. "'We have a new house. It's a ranch house.' Well, my father is the New York manager of Davis & Company, Kathy replied. Only he is going to be a vice president when he gets the promotion. It had not occurred to her to mention any of this to Martha, but for some reason she felt called on to explain to Bernice what an important man Daddy was. Do you want to come over to my house some day after school? Bernice asked. Kathy felt flattered. I'll ask my mother. Kathy liked Mrs. Franz. The teacher, Mrs. Franz, was not young. Her black hair was touched with iron gray, and she had kind brown eyes. The school was old, but the shabby room was large and sunny. Green plants lined the board sills. Bright drawings circled the room above the chalkboards. Chris's room was downstairs. Kathy accepted the reader and arithmetic book Mrs. France gave her and ran through the pages of the reader longingly. She would take it home this afternoon and read the whole book. At noon, she and Martha, Chris, hurried home. The air was not so sharp now, and the snow dripped from the trees. Over the lunch table, Kathy and Chris and Jeff, glowing from his two-way bus trip, described school for Mother. And there's a girl, Bernice. "'They have a new ranch house. "'She asked me if I could come over some day after school,' "'Cathy reported. "'May I?' "'Mother sipped her soup and passed the crackers to Jeff. "'If you'd like to, dear,' she said, "'so long as I know where she lives. "'If I were you, though, "'I would take my time about making friends. "'Sometimes it is better to wait "'until you have a chance to know people.' "'Good,' Chris said. I want you to play with me. I don't want to know whether I'm going to play with you much, Kathy remarked tartly. I want to paint my room. Can we get some paint and start this afternoon, she asked Mother. We can't get any paint today, Mother said. Besides, Daddy will have to do the painting. Well, let's order the paint so he can start tonight. I want my room done first, Chris gave A small, wistful moan. Jeff took the cue instantly and said, No, mine. Maybe we can do a wall of each, Kathy suggested. No, we cannot, thank you, Mother said firmly. Chris sighed. Let's get some painters to do it. We can't afford to hire painters to paint this whole big house, Mother told her. When Daddy gets the promotion, we can, Chris said smugly. Do you want to wait for that? Mother asked. No, Kathy and Chris shouted together with Jeff chiming in. Just be patient then, and we'll get all your rooms done eventually. That afternoon, the Middlebridge Brownie troop was meeting. Kathy and Chris rushed home at three o'clock, scrambling into brownie dress and picked up some, pant- uh, some pennies. They had been brownies in the city, so it was exciting to find a troop waiting for them here. The meeting was at Gretchen Lacey's house, and Gretchen's mother was the leader. Most of the girls in Kathy and Chris's class were in the troop, and the school bus brought a load from Chestnut Hollow School. Kathy looked around at the bright, friendly faces during the business meeting. It gave her a good, comfortable feeling to know she was part of this nice group. When they went home from the meeting, Kathy led Chris through the short cut between the houses that Martha showed her. The dog that had greeted Martha came out wagging his tail, and Kathy patted his head. Hello, Beans. He seemed to remember her. The comfortable feeling of belonging glowed inside her. At supper, Chris said dreamily, Gretchen's mother has a funny name, Mrs. Silky. Silky, Kathy cried. Mrs. Lacey, Chris? I mean Lacey. Chris looked embarrassed. Kathy laughed, and Jeff joined in. Kathy, Mother said reproachfully. Well, she'll always get words wrong. I'm not always Kathy Leonard, Chris said, but Kathy giggled. Saturday morning, all three children watched in the upper hall as Daddy opened the paint that had been delivered to show them the colors. The sunny yellow, just the the shade she wanted, was for Kathy's bedroom and bath. The pale pink was for Chris and the green for Jeff. Which room do we do first? Daddy asked. Mine! Kathy shouted. Chris said nothing. Kathy was aware of her silence. As daddy began to stir the yellow paint, Chris slipped away into her bedroom. Kathy said nothing. But her conscience was beginning to trouble her. She had talked Chris out of taking the room next to her bath, and now her own room was being painted first. It really wasn't fair, she admitted to herself. Finally, she whispered to Daddy, glancing toward Chris's closed door. You can do her room first, Daddy. Well, make up your mind, Daddy said cheerfully, still stirring the paint. Yes, hers. Okay. She went in to tell Chris that Daddy was going to do her room first. Chris's face down on the bed. It's all right, Chrissy, Kathy said softly. Daddy is going to paint your room first. She patted her sister's back. Chris sat up, tousled her nose pink, and her eyes wet. All right, she said. Thank you, she added impulsively. Kathy felt contrite. Chris was a sweet little girl. She demanded so little and took it for granted that Kathy's rights came first. Kathy was suddenly aware that she often took advantage of Chris's meekness. Yes, she was glad she had told Daddy to paint Chris's room first. But could I just start my room while you are doing Chris's, she begged. As Daddy covered the floor and furniture in Chris's room with old cloth and paper, "'No, we are going to do one room at a time. "'Then I'll do some of Chris's.' Kathy was determined to speed up this job "'so her own room could be done. "'Okay, we'll see how well you can do it.' "'Daddy showed her how to use the paint roller, "'and she tried it while he used a paintbrush on the woodwork. "'Painting with a roller was fun. "'She squeezed the excess paint off carefully "'and pressed the roller hard against the wall.' enjoying the smooth, free roll and the little sucking sound. The wall looked beautifully painted when she took the roller away. Chris and Jeff watched enviously. That night, Mother cleaned Kathy's paint-dubbed hands with nifta. I hope I can get enough off, she said, to make you respectable for Sunday school tomorrow. They were all going to church for Sunday school in the old gray church across the street was held at the same time as the church service in the morning however jeff announced i don't want to go then i can't go mother said i'm not going to leave you here alone but jeffrey changed his mind when he saw the girls emerge pink-cheeked and shiny from their baths and dressed in their in their rustly blue taffeta hastily mother scrubbed him clean and the five leonards went down the drive across the road together. Kathy liked this Sunday school in the big, warm, old-fashioned room with the red carpet. It developed, too, that there was a junior choir to which she and Chris could belong. They could wear dark red robes and black velvet capes and march into church with the others. Kathy was skipping with happiness when they met Mother and Daddy. Jeff wanted to be in the junior choir, too, in a couple of years, dear, mother told him, but he was cross and went off by himself. Kathy went outdoors to look for him when dinner was ready. Jeffrey was sitting at the top of the chimney of the outdoor fireplace, his feet inside the chimney. "'Jeff!' Kathy exclaimed. "'You come down! Why?' She was about to say, because it's dangerous and you might fall, or because it's wet and you will get cold, but she thought better of it. Because dinner is ready and we're having roast beef. Come on, Jeffrey, I'll help you come down. She reached up and grasped him around the waist. But when she tried to drag him off the chimney, Geoffrey gave a yelp. You're hurting me. The chimney was so narrow that the only way to get his legs out was to lift him up. Kathy finally ran to call her father. Daddy came striding out, lifted Jeffrey straight into the air, and set him on the ground. Stay off the chimney, young man, he said. Who do you think you are, Santa Claus? Chris's room was finished that night, and mother washed the floor and put down small braided rugs. Then they set the bed back in place, a new chest of drawers and a small rocking chair had come. The room still looked bare, but so fresh and dainty that Kathy, who stood in the door, was consumed with envy and spite of herself. Chris trotted around, putting her doll trunk and doll bed in place, and singing to herself, Pink and come, pink and come, pink and come. Stop singing that silly thing, Chris, Kathy cried. Chris began putting her doll to bed. I'll sing the second verse. Blue can go, blue can go, blue can go. Cut it out, Chris. Kathy almost stamped her foot. She flounced into her own room, fingered her ears. In a minute she heard Chris droning absent-mindedly. Cut it out, cut it out, cut it out. Kathy held her hands over her ears and ran downstairs. It was bad enough to be so envious of Chris's new room that she could hardly stand it without having to listen to the dopey song over and over again. She went into the living room where Mother and Daddy were relaxing. "'Can I start my room after school tomorrow, Daddy?' she begged. "'Oh, please let me.' Finally, Daddy agreed. "'Okay. Start it if you want to, if your mother is willing to supervise.' Next day, Kathy rushed home. "'Where's the paint?' she demanded breathlessly. "'I'm going to put on my paint clothes.' She went flying upstairs. Jeff climbed after her. "'Kathy,' he said, coming into her room. "'I want my room painted next.' "'Oh, Jeffrey, we'll do that right after we finish mine.' Kathy was rushing into her work clothes. "'No, I want mine done now.' The corners of Jeff's lower lip began to tremble. Suddenly, he flung an arm over his eyes and turned towards the door. Instantly, Kathy's heart melted. Jeffrey, we'll paint your room next. Don't cry, Jeffrey. She ran after him and put her arms around him. Kathy will start painting your room right this very minute. Don't cry. Jeffrey wiped his eyes, sniffed up the tears, and trotted trustingly downstairs with her to get the paint. Kathy sighed deeply as she stood in the middle of Geoffrey's room. Once more, she was bitterly disappointed. Yet, how could she let Geoffrey feel bad? Well, she might as well get this room painted as quickly as she could. The room was small, and maybe Daddy could finish the first coat tonight. "'Here's the paint,' Mother said, "'and here's the roller. "'Do as far as you can reach.' "'She spread cloths to protect the floor, and watched as Kathy got started. "'You're doing fine,' she said finally. "'We'll be up again in a few minutes.' Kathy painted. Jeff sat on the floor and watched Chris, with her own room finished, had lost interest, and was outdoors. Finally, Kathy gave a sigh and paused to rest. "'Can I paint?' Geoffrey asked. "'Oh, no, Geoffrey, You can't. You're not old enough yet. "'I'm just going downstairs to get something to eat.' Kathy told him then I'll paint some more she put the roller down carefully in its pan wiped her hands on a cloth and went downstairs for some bread and jelly she was just spreading the currant jelly when a blood-curdling scream from the upstairs made her jump and drop a crimson blob on the kitchen table mother paring vegetables dropped her knife and headed for the hall "'Upstairs, Jeff was crying as if his heart was broken. "'What's the matter, Jeff?' Mother called, "'reaching the top of the stairs with Kathy at her heels. "'They had no need to ask. "'The paint can was tipped over, "'and green paint was rapidly spreading "'over the floor of Jeffrey's room. "'The roller lay on the floor. "'Mother gave a startled yelp, "'righted the paint can, and grabbed a cloth. Get a lot of newspaper, Kathy, she cried. Hurry up! Together they mopped up the floor. I'll scrub it with turpentine, mother said. It was not until they paused to catch their breath that Kathy noticed Geoffrey, who had stopped crying to watch the proceedings. Yes. Mother, look at Geoffrey! Geoffrey's hands were covered with paint. His face, where he had rubbed his eyes with tears, was streaked with green. There was green paint in his ears, up his nose, on his arms, in his hair, and all over his overalls. "'And I shall scrub you with turpentine, too,' Mother cried. "'No!' Geoffrey shouted in alarm, heading for the stairs. "'Cathy, you've got to go get him,' Mother said. "'He'll get paint on everything.' "'I'll get the naphtha. That isn't so strong. See if you can catch him.' Kathy went downstairs cautiously. Geoffrey, she called. Softly, there was a sound in the living room, and as she went in, she saw Jeffrey disappeared into the TV room. She went back into the hall. Jeff, who had been peeking into the hall from the TV room, promptly ran across into the living room. Kathy went into the library to head him off, and he scooted back into the hall and hovered there watching to see which way she would turn. He won't come, Kathy called. He cannot go to kindergarten tomorrow unless he can get that paint off, Mother said firmly from the top of the stairs. The prospect of missing the bus trip was too much. I have to see something first, Jeff announced, and disappeared into the TV room. Then, having saved his dignity, he trotted upstairs. They made it as paintless, They made him as paintless as they could. Jeffrey Leonard. Who ever heard of a green hair? Kathy cried. Jeff laughed through his tears of protest and finally emerged more pink than green. I guess we'll have to paint that floor green, too, Mother decided. I can stand an all-green room, but I do not care to have an all-green boy, thank you. Daddy finished giving Jeffrey's room the first coat. It seemed to Kathy that as he worked, he had a preoccupied air. Was he cross then because of the accident with the paint, she wondered? Do my room the minute you finish Jeffrey's, she begged. No, I can't, he told her rather shortly. I've got the, to rest for a while. Oh, Kathy wailed. That's enough, Kathy, Daddy said briefly. Don't nag. Kathy was silent, but when she went into her room to go to bed, its dinginess struck her with a special force. After the bright cleanness of Chris's room and Jeff's, how could she wait? And when would she ever get the dressing table and other furnishings she longed for? She pressed her lips together, those children having to have their rooms done before hers was touched. She brushed her teeth quietly, jumped into bed, and covered her head, hiding her hurt. Her room was just never going to be beautiful, the way she had pictured it, and the guest room wouldn't be either. Tears of frustration welled into Kathy's eyes as she lay there in the dark under the covers. There was a small sound, and she lowered the blanket. She could see her door opening softly, as the light from the hall shone in. Someone stood there motionless, Then as Kathy stirred, a small, sturdy figure padded across the floor toward her. "'I had a bad dream, and I want to get in your bed, Kathy,' Jeff said. "'All right, Jeffrey, come on.' Kathy moved over, and he scrambled quickly. She covered him up. He smelled as nefta, tears of envy and impatience still in her eyes. Kathy put her arm around her little brother.'